individual stories help impact one another. The goal of the show is to introduce you to people and ideas that are going to help motivate you to pursue your passions and empower you to believe in yourselves. Okay? My name is Alexandria Freelander, and I'm here to introduce you to remarkable people who have helped shift the world we live in today. Today's guest is Jackie Savalu. Close. Damn. Salcedo. And I'm Hispanic. That's yeah. the sad part. So Jackie Salcedo, okay, who is the founder of She Life, and please help me welcome her to the show. Woo! And that was it. And I started with that. Um, and 
that's how we began our journey with that. How we start. She died was through a butterfly effect. It was a domino effect. One cause and effect. One one little decision that happens that you make can completely give you a whole multiverse of reactions. So that's so exactly sure. what happens. So basically, you're inspired to start something through, you know, you're inspired by other people to, to create something of your own. It's, it, it inspired through pain. Inspired through pain. Right. It did inspire through pain, through a heartbreak. And I think with every contraction, there's expansion. Oh, absolutely. So with that, like, that was it. So you can either get defeated by pain or you can get inspired by pain. And I think I chose yes. that route because if, if I stay suffering or if I stay ruminating about what happened, then I would stay in the same place. And sometimes staying in the same place, things can get familiar and things, you can get used to it and you can't move and you can stay stagnant. stagnant. So for me, I'm not okay with staying stagnant. For me, I like to push myself. So. It's fine if other people are like to be okay, you know, have be complacent with how things are right. in their lives. But for me, it was different. And that is, I guess, what inspired me was the pain. And let's talk a little bit about, you know, let's give, give Gary a little shot on maybe we'll watch the video or not. <laughs> yes! Oh my yeah, God, Gary B, Gary B, Gary B. We are looking at you. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm grateful and, and I know we both know that we, we both have met him and how he's since you know, instilled such greatness into both of our lives. You know, what was that like for you? What was what did that feel like to meet somebody that you had already looked up to and and chosen to kind of invest in yourself? And what did that feel like? And, and how was that experience for the people out there that that don't know? You know, how important it is to invest in yourself. Well, when I when I first heard that our, my coach was uh, interviewing Gary Vee, I was like, whoa. Like, that guy is a big deal. Like, he, you know, he puts his time to investing into other people's happiness. Right. He's like, he sees, like, he's, he's very aware, which is crazy of how he's able to discern how someone, by just the pattern of how they're saying things, you're able to discern where you may be at your life. And that was intriguing. But when I went over there, I was just like, he's so comfortable on stage. He... It's natural to him. It, it looked like he was born to do what he was meant to do, what he's doing now. Right. It wasn't like, it was It was so natural. Then I, I have never read any of his books until after that seminar. <laughs> so all, so he was talking on a, in a boxing ring, and they had all of his books on the chairs, which was the Jab Jab book. Yeah. And I had picked it up, never read it, heard about him promoting it at the time, but never read it until after that. Um, you know, and he was just basically his whole seminar. After the first hour, it was just questions, and he was getting in depth into questions with with the people that were asking. That's yeah. amazing. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Um, so tell us a little bit about you know what, how how she life you know aside from originally like how it started, what what inspired it, the concept. Um, you know how has it gone from the the concept to where it is today. Well, and shout out to the Aqua Foundation because yes. after I don't I can't recall if it was right before I was about to run the first event or right after the first event, but I knew I know that Aqua Foundation had a, had a good like instill on me 
to move it further. And they had like a women's conference. And I remember seeing women, trans women, bisexual women, they had uh, applied for the scholarship and they had gotten the scholarship. So they were having a women's conference and they were going through exercises and things, uh, what to do next for their career and the winners of the scholarship. And I just remembered um, there was one guest that got the scholarship, she was a trans woman, and she was crying because she had gotten kicked out of her parents' house uh, because she was, become, she was changing her gender expression and gender, and she wanted to become a nurse. And if it wasn't for the Aqua Foundation selecting her, then she probably would have been homeless, Things like that. So yeah. it wow. kind of made me redirect, like, okay, well, you know, I don't know where to party right now into a bigger mission. Like, okay, well, if this is their route and this is how Opera Foundation is doing it, well, how can I be of service to our community? Now I started thinking of the bigger picture. Once I saw how Aqua Foundation was making a difference to all these folks, and I was like, whoa, this is a big deal. And how does Aqua Foundation do it? How they were able to fund the scholars was through Aqua Girl, which is the biggest lesbian party in Miami, right, at the beach. So that was like, well, how can I redirect it? How can I help? And that's how it changed. It changed to that. And I started looking at artists. I started looking at local people, um, and just kind of moving into that direction. How can I be of service to them? And that was like my model from that. That's amazing. That's amazing. So you just started gathering up DJs, you know, figuring out what, what venues to go to, you know, kind of giving some insight where it's like, I'm not the best event planner. The so, logistics. The logistics, yes. I mean, the logistics is very black and white. You know, it, you find the venue that you would want to go to, and then from there, planning and making a list of who would you like for people to see, or who would you feel that when you, you hire this artist is going to make a difference in the event that they're going to remember that event. Makes sense. And then um, from there, it's just basically duplicating that every single time um, with new artists, local artists, maybe some national artists. And that way, um, you know, I like having local and national artists together because I want to let them know hey, you can do it too. Right. Yeah. So it gives them that blend of like, oh my God, I'm here with, let's say, when you mix it, which we had her at Baywatch. When you put someone in that position, you're giving them confidence. Correct. And you're giving them like, and, I, and I'm not knowing to give confidence, but you're giving them a platform where they can explore that. And I think that, I like that. And I've seen it a lot with She Spoke. She Spoke next week we're having an event, but our last event in 2018, we made, made up had like 19 artists. Wow. Trans, transgender, uh, drag, you know, local artists, um, I mean, you name it. And there were some that maybe have never performed. And when they, when She Spoke was over, you would see that they were trending now to put themselves out there more. Um, they were more just posting on how they were singing or posting their creativity and they became like more transcendent to that direction and i started seeing other people getting booked i saw other people uh collaborating together and that was cool to see because maybe if that event didn't exist 
and maybe this connect, these connections with this transcends living happen. And that's, that's so the whole cause and effect, the butterfly effect that I go by. Yes. Wow. That's beautiful. Mm -hmm. That's really cool and very insightful. Very insightful. Um, being a, you know, you are what I would consider to be a leader in the uh, lesbian community specifically. Um, what is something that you'd like to see more within the LGBTQ plus community? Um, maybe even narrowing it down to, you know, the main audience, which are, are lesbians. I mean, please, everyone watch us, you know, but, um, but for the most part, what's something that you'd like to see more within the community in general? Um, I wouldn't want to say more. I think right now, where at, it's, from what I'm, my experience, I don't think there's more, more yet. Maybe like, no, because I feel that right now in this moment, most of the lesbian organizers or event producers are actually getting closer in the sense of, let's say there's a, a dispute with one or the other. Like for some reason, I'm still noticing that care or sharing the post. Like I'm seeing unity, I'm seeing more organizers talking to each other. I'm seeing that collaboration. I'm seeing those reposts. So that's great. That there was more where we're at. Where I think we are on the more. Like we're we're there. Like we're there. Um. So within that, I think maybe Miami and Fort Lauderdale could be a a cool combination, a cool blend. Cause then you have your Miami, you know, your Miami girls, then you have your Florida girls, and um, maybe blending the two, like both the communities together. Cause I feel like that that it's a there's a gap. Right. I do see that. Right. But in regards to like let's say the Miami girls, like all the organizers we talk to each other, either we text each other, hey, and I feel that we didn't have that three years ago, four years ago. So yeah. that's how I'm feeling now about it. Well, that's good. Well, I'm still new into the community. I've only been around for like maybe, I think, two years now. So I have nothing to really compare to. So that's that's really nice to know that, you know, from three to four years ago, there's, there's been a vast improvement in yeah. the sharing of posts and supporting each other. I think that's beautiful. That's yeah. great to hear. Yeah. Um, I do want you to share a story that, that you kind of shared with me about... Um, you know, having one of your events, DJ Ice being the DJ, and uh, somebody dancing all night long. Can you share a little bit about that with me? Yes. Uh, just to give a backstory, um, before that event was like, I I didn't do nine within nine months. I didn't run any events, and because I had felt like the loss of confidence within myself because I did a horrible event on. Um, uh, it was April of, two, was it 2019, 2018? It was like a pride event, and there was just conflict within our audience with the security guard and all of that, and I was like, man, can I really do this? We had only 20 guests at the time, and... What did you feel? Did you feel like, like you failed, or did you Yeah, fail? I felt like I was like, man, I failed. Like, I feel like I failed. I felt like I lost of confidence because I was like, man, I'm really trying to do, I'm tr I'm really trying to put a good event and it didn't work out. Right. And then, you know, the, they had another room, the venue had another room, and then the guys were like, oh, free drinks here, and come on this side. So there was two rooms and they were just getting the girls to come to their section. Um, 
So that was that. Uh, and then I just was hiatus. But I was learning. I was studying. I was figuring out how to, the dawn, run events. So I was just learning constantly, just self-improving myself, figuring out what I did wrong. And then we had that event, which is the December 9th event. And I think, uh, I still could attest to this, but uh, that was the moment where we felt we are like, we made it. In the sense of like, okay, we understand it, we're getting it, and now we got to full throttle with it. Uh, so that event, uh, at, by the end of the night, it was like maybe 4 or 5 in the morning, it was at Blind wow. And there was uh, this lady that was still dancing, she came to ICE, letting her know that she's thankful for the event because if it wasn't for the event, she would have committed suicide. And the fact that that was another, that was another whole jump in the sense of like the mindset of thinking, Hey, I gotta think bigger than parties. Outside of the Aqua Foundation, I was like, okay, well, how do how can we elevate our frequency in partying so that if we're able to save lives through party, let's fucking do it. Yeah. So every time now when I build events, I'm here like I gotta think about if somebody walks in that door, what is their state, and I hope that I'm able to serve them by changing their state. By either watching the artist, having a good time, making a good connection. So that happened. And, and that was us. I just told me what happened when the lady spoke to her. And we were super grateful for that. Yeah. There was another incident that happened at Winwood Pride. That, but I, will, I, I would have to let I say it because she knows way more of the details. But it happened to her for her. And it was a, one of the guests came up to, to her and thanked her. Uh, for the energy that she gave out because it was a guy who was feeling like not he was not feeling okay right and he and she helped him feel better exactly isn't that isn't that like funny and so rewarding that by doing something that brings us happiness like creating something like she like throwing a party you know ha- just creating a good time for somebody could actually change their state of mind to the point where they feel so alone, so hopeless, that they're willing to just, you know, go. And then go to your event, take that leap of faith, which I'm sure took a lot of courage, bravery, to, to, to go to that event, whether they went alone or with somebody, it still takes, you know, courage to go to an event. You know, social anxiety exists. So, that person went to your event, you know, heard good tunes, felt alive because of those tunes, you know, because of the music, because of the experience, the environment that you created, and you saved them. Like, how how amazing and inspiring can you be? You know, that's, that's something that I think people really need to know that we are so capable of changing lives if you just start doing things, right? If you didn't start doing or creating She Life, you wouldn't have had these experiences and possibly changed someone's way of thinking that totally changed their life. Yeah. That's big. That's very big. I find it hard to believe sometimes, but that is true. That's really big. So what's what's in store for she like? You know, what's what's happening? Uh, anything that you want to share that's coming up or 
I want to I want to create this event where it's not just party. Right. And then I ended up seeing, okay, well, who could we have represent um, She's Phobic? Who could be a part of it? And I had selected three people, our first event. It was like a first, um, the very first group event that I had committed myself to. Because normally she was, it's just my, me and my brain and trying to figure things out. Right. And then from there, bringing a team along. But here, I had selected Estefania, which she's going to be the, the host next week. Awesome. I had selected Nikki. She is a fire spinner, yogi, an artist, yes. an entrepreneur. I love Nikki. And then Nikki Beach. Nikki Lopez, right? I know. Nikki Beach? Nikki Beach. She's a, she's a fire spinner, a rock climber. Nope. Entrepreneur. But I'm gonna. <laughs> she's gonna be there next week. Awesome. Um, and Jessica, who helped a lot in the logistics, organization, and all of that. Great. So um, I had first introduced it to Nikki and Stefania at the Cabo Bar, and Stefania ended up coming up with a name called She Spoke. And we we're like trying to figure out what name could we do it at, but um, it went great. The first of them were really good. Um, we saw that there was that need that people really did sit down and enjoy the show. Yeah. And there's also that need of partying. Okay, we're all right, all right. The show's already done. Let's party. Yeah. So now we knew that, okay, this is something that can help. And that's what we're doing it again. Now we have Octavia coming in. Oh, awesome. Um, you know, so that's going to be fun. I'd love to see the dynamic between Estefania and, um, and Octavia. That's going to be cool because you have your tri host. Your third co host would be Ice. But that's going to be fun too. That sounds like a lot of fun. So tell us where they can get uh, tickets and you know, yeah. where they're at. Yeah, you can events. go to com or go to Eventbrite. Just type She Spoke Under the Stars or LGBTQ Talent Show and it will pop up and you can get your tickets there. Reserve them, please. Don't wear any heels because if you wear heels, and you might sink under the rocks because there's like little pebble rocks. It's beautiful. You should make, you should you should definitely I'm totally gonna fly no or heels. No heels. But no I, heels, ladies. Uh, there is a um there's an artist that Stephanie referred me to, um, which is funny, which I had met at Less Chick's Red Affair event. Right. And she had said that I had a dream about a house with like these tropical trees or whatever. And literally, that is what she's painting. She's painting a house with like a tree and a leaf. And awesome. I let her know, hey, um, you know, nice to meet you. You know, da da da, cutting all that. And then I'm telling her the actual event is in a house. Wow. And the backyard is a whole like jungle forest. Oh, that's so nice. So when you get there, you're gonna be like, what? It's kind of like the Alice in Wonderland kind of feel where it's a house, but then the back is just pure trees nursery. So it's a non-profit. That space, that venue is a non-profit organization. It's called the Center for Subtropical Affairs. So during nice. 2020, um, you know, they were trying to sell their plants, their exotic plants, and I guess they wanted to open an avenue as an event venue just to test the waters. Right. And it looked like it worked out for them. That's amazing. So now, not only do they sell plants, you know, preserve plants, you know, and educate people about exotic botany, now they do events at night where they use the space to showcase artists 
Wow, it's that's super beautiful. nice. It's super beautiful. I rec- I recommend it like to anyone that wants to go there at any time because it gives you that like inspiration. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That that one with nature. Yes. Yes. It definitely feel that for sure. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, venue super key. If for me, venue is key. Like, yeah. That is key. If I if uh, if I want them to have a good time, like. That and the, the room or the energy or the venue has to give it away. Right. If it doesn't, then I don't book the venue. I've had opportunities to book other venues too, right? and I would have to decline them because I just, I'm not feeling that energy. Yeah. It's like dry, like, I can't, no. She puts in the work for you guys, okay? She does, she puts in the work. She puts in the work, feels the energy. She cares. Sometimes so be sure if you aren't following she like if you don't know who Jackie is, please follow this amazing woman. She's amazing. She's killing the game. Um, so just to kind of wrap things up, I'd like to know what is the legacy that you'd like to leave behind. You know what? Yeah, I knew you were gonna ask that question. The legacy. I don't know if I have any legacies to leave behind. I think. Well, I think you've already started, right? I think. I think that you just got to commit to yourself and not give up on you. And when you don't give up on you, things will manifest around you. That's, that's where I feel that I've been more, not hard on myself, but more on that, on myself. Like, don't give up on yourself. Because the moment that you do, that can also translate to other, you know, the environment or whatever. So that for me would be, one thing that just do not even find an alternative. What's the alternative? Be resourceful about it. You Give know? me an example so we can make sure people understand what that means. Um, when I don't know something, I try to figure out how. Rather than just not and right. just getting upset about it and saying, right, F it, I'm not going to figure it out. You know, I'm just going to keep being essentially, you know, finding the alternative. Find an alternative. If if not, then what? Like that's I'm gonna still stay in the same place. Right. So that is more of like my thing for me, and I hope that other people can maybe apply it to themselves a bit. Like, but I think that's really awesome. That's yeah. beautiful. Mm-hmm. Find the alternative. Do find the alternative. Do great things. Well, thank you so much for being on Les Pod. It's been an honor. I appreciate you. Thank you for the invitation. Absolutely. You're the best. Can I get a hug? Yeah, yeah. Totally.